Hello, my name is Aziz and I'm the son of a divorced mother. She is really my superhero. That's why it's important for me to support women to share their uniqueness, their personalities, perspectives, and emotions about life. Too many women in this world feel alone. They worry about the judgment of others and they struggle with their mental health. But when they listen to the Rare Girls podcast where empowered women share their voices and tell their stories, many women will feel inspired to live a life of freedom and to overcome all their insecurities. They will feel it is a safe space to find their confidence, to remember their unique beauty and to feel their self-worth. And they will connect with a sisterhood of rare girls who encourage their success and support their dreams. That's what this podcast is all about. My guest today is Christabel Swai. Bella was born and raised in Tanzania, living now in South Africa. Currently, she is pursuing her bachelor's degree in market management. Her hobbies include swimming, adventures, and partying. People often describe her as a positive, smiley party girl. Bella, how are you today? I'm good, Aziz. How are you? I feel blessed. I feel happy and very lucky to talk to you today and very curious about you as a person. So I'll ask this, because there are some people who think, well, if you're a party girl, you get bored easily and therefore you cannot really focus on studies. But at the same time, you're pursuing a university degree. How do you balance that? How do you create the discipline to study, which could be boring because you're studying, looking at your books every day compared to uh, having fun and partying? Tell me more about both sides of your personality. Uh, to be honest, it's not uh, an easy task to do. Uh, not everyone has is able to actually pull up and balance between the party life and school life. However, I'm very lucky. I was born and raised in our family that we we enjoy going out, we enjoy music. So it has already been in my blood of enjoying and having a good time. And then I did struggle um, in a few months that I, I wasn't able to balance between school and going out. However, I think just growing up and realizing what's my priority I had to balance it without choice and it just came automatic to me. So currently we are uh, we have approached June, which is exam season for my university. So my priority is now studying and focusing with school and making sure that I pass my exams because it's my third year. So I can't really afford to repeat any modules because I need to finish school. So I just discipline myself not to go out. I can't go out during the day just for a little bit of break, meet friends here and there, but I won't go excessively. So that's, I think it's an automatic thing that just came to me. I was able to balance that. I love that. And I know you're pursuing your bachelor's degree in market management. Can you explain some people might not know or understand what that means and why did you choose it? Okay, a uh, bachelor's degree in, uh, majoring in marketing management. So marketing, I think in general, is just uh, being able to go outside, <clears throat> excuse me, to be 
to be able to sell a, a business. So the reason why I chose this course was because, again, I'm a family. I'm, I'm coming from a family that uh, we're into tourism in Tanzania, in the tourism industry. So my whole life I was being, I was introduced to that lifestyle whereby if you meet a client, a potential client or anybody that you believe is a potential client, you're just ready to go and market your product. So I've always been intrigued and ready to pitch about my parents' company. Like you should come, Tanzania is a beautiful country and what you can do is actually book with us. So I was, since young, I was ready to, to market our company. That's why I, was, I decided to pursue that because it's an empire that my parents have created and I believe and I'm into it and I love it. So it's something that I would love to continue to build more into that empire. I love that you are focused on building the legacy and continuing it, that of your parents. And to ask you a bit more, you are living currently in South Africa. Tanzania is not far away, but some people might wonder, what is the difference in culture, in people compared between Tanzania and South Africa? Although it's nearby, did you have a little bit of culture shock and adaptation period, maybe because you were far away from your parents? Can you share your story and experience of that? Okay, so I am currently staying in South Africa, uh, Johannesburg. And I think I've been here between five to six years. And uh, I did have um, a bit of challenges uh, my first year, I think, on my second year because of just get, being used to staying close to my parents and being the child, you know, being taken care of. But then when I came this side, I had to be independent and doing most of the things by myself. But uh, people do tell me that I look like a South African girl. So it was very easy to adopt and be friendly and people actually approaching me with a friendly way because I do look like them. So the, 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 the culture, they're more into their culture than Tanzania. Uh, they have, I think, seven international languages. The fact that you are a Black woman or a Black person they will approach you with their language. They will never assume that you're a foreigner, so they have to speak to you in English. And it's not that because they, I think they're just too proud to, to just, they just always want to speak their language, which is totally fine. So every time they, they greet me with their language, whether it's a Zulu, Pedi, I will always say, I will greet back because I do know some few words, but I will say, sorry, I don't speak your language. Can you please address me in English? And automatically, they do start addressing you. And then now it's a whole conversation of, oh my God, okay, where are you from? What do you speak in your, in your, in your country? Um, in Tanzania, I can say with the people, we are more sweet and very welcoming, honestly speaking. You can never feel like an outsider and we're very always ready to welcome you to our country. As for South Africa, it was a bit of a challenge. Um, you have you had to try to fit in. I can say that, but it's it's not bad. I'm actually enjoying this country. I love that. And I love that 
you have a level of feeling at home there. At the same time, you're a party girl. How would you compare the party scene of South Africa compared to Tanzania? So I was born and raised in a small town in Tanzania called Moshi, where the highest mountain of Africa is, Mount Kilimanjaro. So it's a town, or I think now it's a city, whereby there's not a lot of options with where to go out or where entertainment is. However, there are other cities that do provide that. But when I came to South Africa, it's a different lifestyle here. They party from Monday to Monday. They are alive. They, it's, it's, it's amazing to actually be in this country when it comes to enjoying life. They really know how to enjoy life. You never come, it's a country whereby you never regret when you go back home. So it's beautiful out here. The partying is, it's amazing. I can say that. Thank you. And you as a woman who is from Tanzania studying in South Africa, can you share a bit more about how you take care of your mental health when you're living abroad? Did you struggle with that a little bit? A lot of women have. They fake it till they make it where they try to show themselves to be strong, but maybe they don't realize how common it is, struggles of mental health. Did you have that? And if so, what did you do in order to find your balance and take care of yourself? Okay, as how I said in my introduction, I am a very positive person a very, very positive person. And it's something that I'll always have it in my blood. When I, Whenever I portray myself to someone or to people, I'll always portray positivity. So when I came to South Africa, obviously the adjustment from Tanzania and here, I'm away from my family, I'm away from my parents. It was a challenge. I won't lie. I won't say that life was perfect. Everything was good. No, it wasn't. I did struggle with school because it's a different system, but I was thankful. I was my beautiful mother was able to create an environment, a friendly environment for me, a friendly, safe environment for me, whereby she would drop anything, whatever she's doing. If she sees it's my phone call, she'll pick up and listen to me. Either I'm venting, either I'm crying. Either I just want to tell I love her. Either it's just I'm gossiping about her. She's she'll there for me. So my biggest uh, method and a way that I was able to to help myself go through this life till today is my mother. Because the minute she tells me that I am okay, I'll be okay, and everything is going to be okay. I believe that and automatically I have become a better person. So all credit goes to my beloved mother. I love that. And I resonate very, very much with what you said. And uh, even more, I want to extract as much of your experience and wisdom. You said that your parents built an empire and you want to keep growing that. That's a lot of responsibility and a lot of ambition. A lot of women have this fear that what if they go for their big dreams and they fail and they'll be judged and they uh, disappoint their parents and people will uh, think, oh, you brought shame to your family or whatever it is. So how do you keep yourself positive 
and feel motivated for such big dreams? And what can you advise women who could be having opportunities, but they don't go for them because they worry so much what people will think if they fail and they don't have that self worth and self-confidence okay um ever since i started i'm currently on my third year which is my final year so ever since i started this year i've been feeling a lot of pressure because now time is ticking now it's time for me to finish school and i'm going back home when i'm going back home meaning that i'm going to officially full-time work i'm currently actually working part-time for my parents also but now it's like next from next year i'll be working full-time The pressure is there. Um, the worries are there that maybe I'm not doing the right thing. Maybe I won't be able to continue the legacy. Maybe it will fall, you know. But in life, I believe that failing is not the end of life. Failing is not death. Failing is not, it's not the end. There's, there's some, like when, you, when you're going up the mountain, you might think it's a whole hill. But when you get on top, you see why you actually went through the whole climb. So I believe that when I fail because of how I was raised. So in my family, we're two. It's just me and my elder brother. And we're both keen to continue our parents' legacy. So the fact that our parents raised us and he's one of my best friends, I know whenever I fail, I have someone I can lean on to. Not everyone has the opportunity to actually have someone to lean to or a sibling or a friend, but a legacy cannot just be continued or built with one person, with one person's mind. No, it's a village. It takes a village. This is how they say that a child can't be raised by just one person. It, they can, but sometimes you need a village, a community. You know, today you hear this. Today you hear that, you're like, okay, maybe this can actually work to my, on my child. So my confidence comes, to, comes from my family. My confidence comes to me believing in myself. I, yes, today I can have self-doubt. I feel like, okay, no, today I'm not doing well today. But tomorrow I'll wake up with so much confidence, so much positivity, a brighter day. Today it's, it's shining outside. So why must I be down? I don't want to be dull, so my day won't be dull. I'm smart enough. And that's how I believe. I do every day. I try to do affirmations that I'm intelligent, I'm beautiful, I'm smart. I can do this. And those affirmations actually help me because I come out from my house smiling because I believe in myself. So believing in yourself, having a good support system is wonderful. And I do have, shout out to my friends. They are a system that I was able to, I was blessed with, that they always carry me when I'm falling. So I can say my confidence comes from myself first and I've, from my family and friends. I love the confidence, energy, and positivity you're showing. Thank you so much, Bella. And Just to finish with a bit of talk about uh, Tanzania or maybe your uh, city that you're from, you said it's no longer small. You have spent a lot of time in tourism. What are two, three things that you feel should be a priority for any person in order to 
make Tanzania uh, a destination on their list, as well as make sure to visit Kilimanjaro and your city. Let me just say this. Tanzania in general is a beautiful country. It has beautiful people. It has beautiful environment. It has a lot of beautiful things that people need to come and see. We are one of the luckiest countries to have one of the highest mountains in Africa. So why not challenge yourself? So I, I have challenged myself. I've, have, I've climbed the mountain, I think, three times now. Um, in my last trip, I wasn't able to, to reach the summit because I got sick. But after coming down from the mountain, it gave me this empowerment that I can actually do anything. It gave me this confidence. It gave me this that I'm a person who can can climb Mount Kilimanjaro. So it's an accomplishment that everyone and anyone can do it. And I actually say and emphasize it, it's a challenge that if you can afford, why not? And a place whereby everyone should visit, I know it's very quite famous, is Zanzibar. It's beautiful, has the most clearest blue sea views and everything. So Come to Tanzania because Tanzania is the country that you should be in. Thank you so much, Bella. I really loved our episode. I loved listening and hearing to your perspective, sharing your voice. I thank you for every minute. I wish you all the success and I wish you no stress and all the achievements and growing the empire of your parents bigger and you feeling proud of yourself and uh, building those deeper connections with everyone who witnesses your glory thank you so much thank you so much for this opportunity mm-hmm.